0: Hello, podcast fans. My name is Evan Swan. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, mother, and everything else in the world, Samantha Reese. Hello. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the only nine-year-old podcast. And if you don't like it, wait for the next ten years. If you do like it, listen for it to the next ten years. Let's start. Now, first thing we have is the 2007 redraftables, and I took a peek at it. The starters are good, the bench players are terrible.
1: Anyways, let's get started. Do you have the first pick, or do I? I have it this, this uh, time,
0: so uh. Uh, I'm sure you
1: know who I'm picking. I'm picking uh, KD, Kevin Durant, from, I believe he's from Texas. Yes.
0: Now, I have the next pick, and I'm going with Al Horford.
1: Yeah, that's a good pick. From Florida. With a Um, third pick, I'm going Mike Conley from Ohio State.
0: Okay, those are the three good ones, except maybe Corey Brewer, which I am about to pick this second. I am going with Corey Brewer from...
1: You don't let your sing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Beyond that, Evan, I would just be picking... I mean, I can do Bellinelli. Marco Bellinelli. You're picking him? Yeah, I guess I'll pick Bellinelli. That's the only person I know in this. Ooh, I know Jaredelli and Wilson Chandler. Yeah, Wilson Chandler too, yeah.
0: That, that settles
1: it. Mark Gasol? You can go with Mark. I've never been a big fan of the Gasols. Mark Gasol. All right. Evan's going with Mark Gasol. So. Um, yeah, Evan, I don't know. Aaron Afalo. Aaron, do you even know who he is? Yeah, I know who Aaron Afalo is.
0: Yeah, I don't know anybody else in this draft. I know Jared Dudley. I'm going with Jared Dudley
1: from right, Boston well College. Let's just call this draft a, a wash here. <laughs> it had like three or four good players. Yeah. And the rest, eh.
0: Okay. The next thing we are going to do is... I just wanted to do this because I... I have loved the exception. I think role players are a huge part. And I just want to discuss the best role players over the last 30 years that aren't stars. So none like Scottie Pippins yes, or of course. anything. Okay.
1: And who are you going with first? Um, Robert Ory. Robert Ory? Yes. He's been a part of many championship teams. And uh, we are going to put the, the dog outside right now. And this, this is the bad part
0: about um, doing the podcast on the couch. We are not rich enough to afford a podcast room, folks. Okay. We are definitely not rich enough to. All
1: right. Here we go. Um, Robert Ory has been a part of many championships teams. He's a big part of them, often the sixth man or um, something like that. So I think he's a great role player. Do, would you count Horse Grant as a role player? Yeah, I would say Horse Grant's a role player.
0: I always thought he was really good. Yeah. And he's been a part of really good teams.
1: Yeah, and I I also thought of immediately Derek Fisher as well. Oh, yes. Derek Fisher has also been a part of a lot of championship teams, and a really important part, Mm -hmm. but not a star. Yeah. You you might consider him as a star. (laughs) I don't think most people would know who Derek Fisher is. Yeah, only if you researched him a lot. Yeah.
0: Now, I am going with, I always thought this person was a really fantastic mo- role player, and you might disagree. I thought, um, I might regret saying this, but Dennis Schroeder. Oh, he yeah. He great sis- sixth man. Okay, I can see that. And, and he was a star player on the Atlanta Hawks once upon a time. Yeah. And, he was, and he's still a star player on the Thunder now. Yes, he is. Do you have anybody else that
1: you would like to say? Um Let's see off the top of my head. I can't really think of anyone else. Yeah. I mean anyone really that is maybe coach Tony coach for the Bulls. Oh, Tony KooCoach. I I would consider him a star. Yeah. That's a lot of my my um knowledge comes from the Bulls and the Lakers and yeah. Maybe Ron Harper from the Lakers. He was a good role player. Oh,
0: yeah, he was pretty good.
1: Steve yeah. Kerr. Steve Kerr. He played for the Bulls and the Spurs, I think. Oh.
0: Hmm. B.J. Armstrong.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Do you think we should begin our next one? Because I can't think of any more. Sure. Okay, next one is the next
1: Um, 6 through 10. Okay. Six through ten of what? Six through ten of the best players. Of our, our opinion of the best players? Yes. You go first. Okay. Well, am I starting with ten or six? You're starting with ten. Okay. Number ten, I have Wilt Chamberlain. Um, a very, uh, very great scorer and no doubt a great player. That's, that's good. Well, what would you say
0: is your nine then?
1: Well, who's your ten?
0: Oh, yeah. My ten is Bill Russell.
1: Oh yeah, Bill Russell. Yeah, I have him um, actually at nine. So
0: <laughs> Bill Russell at nine. I have Akeem Elijah on. Did I say it right? You did. Good job. I wrote him down as the man who cannot be named because yes. I cannot say. But, his but name. he
1: did. Evan did it right.
0: Yeah, and the two years that Michael Jordan was away playing for the White Sox, he won those two championships, and I think that shows a
1: lot. I think that's a that's a very um, interesting pick, Evan. Um, for seven, I or uh, eight, I picked Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. I've always um, had an issue with kind of that 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 style of play, but there's no doubt that he's one of the greatest players of all time. So. Yes. So I have um
0: I I've always been a big supporter of John Stockton, and I don't think that Karl Malone could he he would be he would not be in the top ten all best scores if it wasn't for John Stockton. I think he is a great assist maker and a great three-point shooter, great paint player, everything that you could want.
1: Yeah, I, I found you've always had a great appreciation for John Stockton. I yeah. think um, he's very underrated, and I think you that that's good that you rated him that high. Yeah. Um, at number six, I have, or I mean, number seven, I have Magic Johnson. I think you had him in your top five. Yes, I did. So, I had
0: Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Just
1: as you said, um, great player. And I think he
0: still would have been great if you played in this time with more big men or against Shaq, but he won't be as great. So. Yeah. So that's why I put him there.
1: Yeah. At number five, I have... No, um, six. Right. I mean, number six, um, I think you had him in your top five, but I have LBJ.
0: E um, J. LeBron
1: James, sorry. Oh, yes. Um, LeBron James at number six. I, I, I've always had kind of an issue with him as maybe a teammate and a leader, but I do think he is, obviously, there's no doubt he's a great player.
0: I have Shaq.
1: Yeah. I've
0: always enjoyed that style of play, so. Good, yeah. I think Shaq and Wilt, Shaq and, Wilt and Akeem, Wan and Bill Russell are just alike. And, and Kareem. And the fact that they can dominate in the paint. What separates them is who can dominate it, dominate against bigger, stronger men than they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what put, put Kareem Ogilvy in three.
1: Oh, okay. Good. I'm glad you ha- you have a way to differentiate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And is that all we should say for
0: this? Six through two? that's all you have to say. That's all I have to say. Okay. Now... Um, this will be a really short episode because we kind of flew through everything. Well, and because
1: we don't have any games to discuss since the season's over.
0: Yeah. So now we are going to talk about Um 2K and I've some tips if your team's not doing good. Let's say you were playing with the Sixers and he and let's say you want you weren't doing good. You could put if you were putting Ben Simmons at power forward before, or any any guy that's big and can move really well, you could have put him at point guard because the game will never switch anybody on him. Let's say you're playing the Wizards. Let's say um, Gre- Jeff Green was guarding your power forward. If you move your power forward to point guard, like, for example, Ben Simmons, and John Walton won't do any good against Ben Simmons, and they won't trade Jeff... Drift green on Ben Simmons, so you could always do that to help your team. And just trade. I mean, if you if you if one player's been really down for, you know, like, two weeks or so, just trade him. And no matter how much loyalty you have to him, and you can't you can't make a great team with sticking with guys who are doing terrible. Yeah, it seems like that would be trouble. Yeah. And. I've always played with the Sixers and the Lakers, so I'm going to do a lot of stuff on them. And I've always enjoyed playing with AD now that he's on the Lakers. And I've always enjoyed playing with Danny Green if if you ever want to take a three, my suggestion is um you can change plays, change a play where there is is everybody's in in the paint or everybody's in the on the three point line if you want to go in the paint. Change the plays if you have to if you're not doing good. I personally never done that. But um I've seen people do that and that and it really makes a difference. And if if you think this player is underrated, then don't play with him cuz um like if your favorite player is underrated, and he was underrated in three-point, just the average rating, you don't want to keep playing with him and act like he's the greatest player because he won't make shots with the bad rating. You can't up the rating as much as you do, as much as you can in the NBA, as much as you want to. Like Luka Doncic, for example, if if you start – you can do this thing where you go in and then it says start regular season or you could do start off season. If you start the off season it will do you to every single event, Hall of Fame introductions, um dr- draft lottery, free agent signing, summer league all of that, and you, let's say you drafted Luka Doncic, they'll have him at a low rating because he hasn't shown anything as much yet. And you won't be able to up his rating to 87 or 96. It will just, it will just stay at, let's say, 80 or 79. You won't up the rating as fast as you want to. You have to play great with him every game. And... When you go into the start-off season, I would suggest not doing most of the events, especially Summer League, because um, the Hall of Fame introduction, I, would, I like to do the Hall of Fame introduction, but the Summer League, you, you, you won't score a lot. It will be way too hard to score, and it will, it will be way too hard to block or do any defense. So I suggest not doing the Summer League if you want to play and win. You won't have any success in the summer league as much as you think you might.
1: Interesting. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought of those tips. Yeah, it's re- really
0: odd how summer league works. Yeah, actually. Um, and you could do um after you picked start off season, once you're done with let's say you pick start regular season, then it will just go you to um do you want to play. Th- 82 58 29 14 games what whatever and then how many minutes you want the simulated games of the other teams to play and how much minutes you want to play so w- once you're done with all that and how to work the trades and all that it will go to where you can pick what team you want to be and what you can do is you could pick however many teams you want you could pick the whole league you can just pick one team and I've always found that really cool because I would pick a team that would get a high lottery pick, like the Mavericks or the Hawks or something, and then I would pick a team that would be great, like the Warriors or the Trailblazers or something. I would do that, and then I would fun with both teams, testing with the draft lottery and actually playing. Just make sure not to do any trade with the other team. If with the, let's say you're the Warriors and the Mavericks, don't, don't trade, don't trade one of your players with another team. It will end up and you'll be stuck. I did that once actually. I traded, I think it was Jamal Murray for, I traded for Jamal Murray with this other team I own, the Sixers, and I got Markel Fultz, a person who I don't like and I hated. The rest of the season, doing that. So, I suggest don't do that if you want to enjoy your season. I every time I finish the season, I've always made the playoffs too. So I can't tell you what it would be like if you don't make the playoffs. Um, I've always made the playoffs, probably because I've never played with hard team besides the Suns, which I got the eighth seed with as hard as they maybe seem to believe. But yeah. It it was it's hard though, and the the sons I would suggest is well the team that I would say suggest if you're starting out is um the 1718 Warriors and the trail and the Trailblazers. They're great teams where you could just jack up a three pointer. It seems what it seems what it like what it's like you know so I. I did that. I started out with the Warriors, and then I moved to the Rockets, and then I did that. I would suggest going from the Warriors, and then the next estimate is going to the Nets. The next est- estimate is going to the Suns. I think it proves how well you can do. Interesting. Yeah, and that's what I did. Good tips. Yeah. Now, that's all I really have to say. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I enjoyed talking to you. you. You too, Evan. I always enjoy talking to you. See you later. Bye. L-